unlike other 12-step programs, where in step four, you only look at your own behavior. You're not allowed to look at anyone else's behavior because you're trying to find out what you've been doing that's been creating the wreckage of your life. You're trying to figure out what your defects of character are so you can later have them removed, etc. In ACA, we look at the family system, not just our own behavior. Because we acknowledge in ACA that we are products of our environment. We're trying to get down to causes and conditions here. Hi, I'm Barb Nangle. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery, where I help people heal their emotional, psychological, and spiritual wounds and make deep, lasting changes in their lives. I'm the founder and CEO of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting, I'm a boundaries coach who specializes in helping women who are focused on what others are thinking and doing and neglect themselves in the process. And I have coached hundreds of people on how to build healthy boundaries using my exclusive build framework. On this podcast, I share my experience, strength, and hope from recovery. I don't support or endorse any particular 12-step recovery fellowship, and I don't claim to speak for any particular 12-step fellowship. I also don't believe that 12-step recovery is the only way to recover. You might need additional help. I'm an avid beachcomber who collects sea glass, shells, wood, and stones. I am a formerly closeted fan of the Hallmark Channel, especially the Christmas movies. Hello, Christmas in July. I wear fingerless gloves from September to June because my hands are always cold, so I have about 15 pairs. And I get a huge kick out of counting how many days, weeks, and months there are until my birthday or Christmas at completely random times of the year. My hope is that you'll find my words concretely helpful in improving your life, whether you're in recovery or not. If you like what you've heard on this episode, please screenshot it and share it on your social media and tag me at Higher Power Coaching. This is episode 253, Healing Through Step 5, Unveiling Family Secrets and Finding Freedom. Those last two episodes about my family secrets were really heavy for me, and I know they were a bit longer than my normal episode length, so I'm going to go a little bit lighter this time in terms of the depth of my sharing. And I shared stuff that was essentially step five for me in those last two episodes. If you're not in 12-step recovery or you're new to it, I'm going to be talking specifically about some of the steps. So forgive me if some of this doesn't make sense to you. I still think you'll get value out of it, even if you're not familiar with the 12 steps. But I want you to know that I'm making quite a few references to the steps and especially the steps as they're done in ACA in this episode. And the way they're done in ACA is different than in other 12-step programs. Traditionally, step five is where we admit to God, to ourselves, and another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. This comes after step four, where we take a searching and fearless moral inventory of our lives. The idea is that you get to take a look at the things you've been doing in your life that are creating chaos, dysfunction, and wreckage, and then you share in step five out loud with another human being and God as well as yourself about that. Well, 
The founder of ACA, Tony A., wrote his own version of the steps, which are sometimes read in ACA meetings. In his step four, he says we do a searching and blameless inventory of our parents because, in essence, we have become them. And in his step five, he says we share the exact nature of our childhood abandonment rather than our wrongs. Now, even though the official ACA steps use the traditional language, the way the ACA 12-step workbook is laid out, the work you do is actually Tony A's 12 steps. So in step four in ACA, we do 12 different inventories, most of which are about what happened to you. Whereas in other 12-step programs, step four is about figuring out what you did or what your part in things was. What you do in ACA is share all the stuff that came up in step four inventories. And I'm going to talk more about step five and the importance of that step for ACAs. But there's a couple of other things I want to say first. One is that this past Friday was my last day at my part-time job, which means I now work 100% for myself for higher power coaching and consulting. This is a dream I have had since I was a kid. I have wanted to have my own business, but honestly, I never fucking believed it would ever happen. I started my business about six years ago, and this has been where I've headed for, and I cannot tell you how excited I am. I'm kind of shocked that I'm not scared shitless, but this is evidence of me and my recovery, and I think it is especially evidence of me letting go of the scarcity mentality, mainly about money, but also about fucking everything else that permeated my family and my mentality and my psyche. So whatever your dream is, I don't give a shit how old you are, you can still pursue it. Please do it. Another thing I want to say is that there was an anecdote about my father that I forgot to mention in episode 251. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to episodes 251 and 252 because I shared family secrets in them and you won't know what I'm talking about if you don't. So in 251, I talked about my father's infidelity and all the threads throughout my life that were related to that. But I forgot to mention about this incident that just came up in my memory a few days ago. There was a brief time in my late 20s for a few months where I actually got along well with my father. I'm not sure what was going on. I think maybe he was dating a woman I liked or something like that. But it was literally like the only time in my entire life. And somehow he and I had decided to go out dancing together. He always loved to dance and I always wanted to learn to dance. So this one night I met him at the Free Spirit Lounge in Vernon, Connecticut where he apparently went regularly. And I was dancing with him. And this guy who was dancing near us says to me, oh, so you know Fast Phil, huh? My dad's name is Phil. And I said, "Uh, yeah, he's my father. Now, I don't remember what the guy did or said, but what I do recall was that he was like, oops, you know, like he just said something he shouldn't have. But him saying that, served for me as just additional evidence of my father's philandering. Something else I want to mention is that the five-year anniversary of doing this podcast is coming up very soon. 
It will be on March 18th, 2024. And I'm going to do something special to celebrate. I haven't exactly decided what I'm going to do, but I'll probably give away some free coaching sessions. And of course, in return, I'll have you do something to enter the drawing for that. So be on the lookout for that. I am super fucking excited because this is amazing. I didn't know what I was doing when I started. I had no plan. I just sort of haphazardly meandered my way through this whole thing. And here I am five years later doing a podcast every single week. And it's been an amazing journey. In fact, just today, a friend of a friend who I haven't seen in years came up to me and said all these fantastic things to me about the podcast. And she was like, oh, I share with all the addicts in my life. And it was a really incredible experience. I get lovely feedback from people all the time, but typically it's via email or often on Instagram. But to have someone in person say all this shit to me was just incredible. And I told the friend that I was with, here's the thing. I get to help people heal from their pain and I do it because of the healing of my pain. So I get to heal from my pain. Yay! And then I get to help other people heal from their pain because of what I share, which magnifies the healing of my pain. And I got all teary-eyed when I was telling her that. Like, how good is God that that's how it works? Heal from your pain, share how you did it, it heals others, and it magnifies your healing. Now, saying all that moves me to say this to you. If this podcast has been healing or transformative for you, please give me a five-star rating on whatever podcast app you use, or if you're an Apple user, write me a damn review. Even if you're not an Apple user, you can Google how to leave an Apple review. I've done it for other podcasters. It will make me feel great, and it will help more people find this special show. One of my gifts is helping people heal their lifelong relationship patterns by empowering them to take more control over their lives. I was fucking astonished at how much more control I could have over my life, especially through the process of building boundaries. Now, I don't know why I have been blessed with the gift of being able to help people make these transformations, but I have. And with the exception of only one of my clients who didn't really do the work, every single client I've ever had has had major transformations in their lives and relationships as a result of our work. So if you missed the flash sale for your empowered life, my eight-week transformational program for women, don't miss the early bird sale, which is 20% off if you apply by March 1st, 2024. Now the application closes on March 20th, but you'll have to pay full price if you don't apply by March 1st. So if you're even thinking of applying, do it before March 1st, March 1st. You can stop wishing, hoping, and willing your life to change and instead take action and do the deep work. You might as well do it at a discount and you'll be doing the work in a group of other women doing the same work. So you'll not only have my support, but the support of other women too. There's a link in the show notes 
or go to higherpowercc.com slash empowered life. That's higherpowercc.com slash empowered life. Okay, about sharing my family secrets. The day the first of the two episodes came out, I woke up feeling pressure on my chest and anxiety. And I checked in with my inner family. And sure enough, my inner teenager was not fucking happy. She was basically like, we're going to get in trouble and all this kind of stuff. So I did some reparenting with her and I reminded her, we talked through this and I only shared all that because you agreed to allow me to do it. And she said, yeah, I know. And then we talked about our motives for sharing this stuff. And one reason is that we are as sick as our secrets and we want to heal. So we need to get this shit out in the air. And two, it's going to be healing for other people. And that's what we want. I'm here to carry the message of recovery to those who still suffer because I want people to heal in the ways in which I've been able to heal because of the 12 steps of recovery. So that happened. It was a difficult process for me to share all those secrets. So I just want you to know that. Now, back to the fifth step. I honestly don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast, but unlike other 12-step programs, where in step four, you only look at your own behavior, you're not allowed to look at anyone else's behavior because you're trying to find out what you've been doing that's been creating the wreckage of your life. You're trying to figure out what your defects of character are so you can later have them removed, etc., In ACA, we look at the family system, not just our own behavior, because we acknowledge in ACA that we are products of our environment. We're trying to get down to causes and conditions here. So it's not just about you and your defects. In fact, when I got into ACA, I heard someone say that they were defenses of character rather than defects of character, which for a while really appealed to me. Now it doesn't bother me to say defects of character. The way step four is done in ACA, you still uncover the things you've done, but you do so by way of looking at what happened to you. The best example of this from my life is the defect of character gossip, or I should say the defense of character. What happened to me is that I grew up in a family that engaged in indirect communication. This was a communication pattern passed down in my family. It was there before I was born. So there was no hope of me growing up in that family, knowing how to directly communicate with other people. So my part, what I did was I gossiped. I didn't ever go directly to people and say, hey, Here's an issue. Let's deal with it. No. I talked about them and I talked around them, not to them. Now, either way, no matter where this came from, I got to stop gossiping. But for me, understanding that this came from my upbringing took the sting out of it. It wasn't like you're a piece of shit and that's why you gossip. It was, you're a product of your environment, and that is why you gossip, which means I wasn't riddled with guilt and shame the way I'm pretty sure I would have been if I'd done the steps in another program first, where you're not allowed to look at the family system or anyone else's behavior. So the way that I think of it is, you can still get at what you did by looking at the family system. 
so you know what to make amends for in step nine, and so you know what to ask God to remove for you in step seven. That being said, there are 12 inventories in the ACA fourth step, and at least three of them are about your behavior. So it's not just about your family and what happened to you. Traditionally, step five is we admitted to God, to ourselves, and another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. But as Tony A. says, it's the exact nature of our abandonment. The goal of step five in ACA is to be rid of secrets and carried shame as well as grief. Step five is where we are really grieving. And what we're grieving is the difference between what we might have gotten if we had grown up in a healthy, nurturing, functional family where all or most of our needs were met and what we actually got when we grow up in a dysfunctional, unhealthy family, where these patterns of dysfunction, like the direct communication, are passed down. For most of us, we've never looked at those things. Or if we have, we've looked at it a little bit here and a little bit there. But after doing these 12 inventories in Step 4 in ACA, there is no denying the dysfunction. Because you start to see the patterns and you're like, oh, the reason I do this is because of this and this and this and this happened to me. So you're not in denial anymore. And coming out of denial is a huge part of recovery in ACA because so many of us don't understand that wasn't normal or that was dysfunctional or that was trauma or I don't have to be that way. Step four brings us out of denial. So in step five, we grieve about how painful it is to see what happened to us compared to what might have happened if our families were healthy, nurturing, and supportive. And we're also sharing the truth. We're taking the secrets, bringing them out of hiding. We're not hiding them in the dark anymore. So we're able to let go of the shame. And that's another part of why I did those two episodes about my family secrets. I don't want to carry that shame anymore. I could never have shared those family secrets publicly if I had not already gone through the rest of the 12 steps, especially the part where I made amends to people. The way that I think of the amends process is that when I share that stuff, When I make amends, I clean that shit off my soul. I'm not just clearing my conscience. I'm cleaning that shit off my soul so that when I die, I'm not carrying it with me. That is how important this stuff is. I'm going to say one last thing about step five before I end this. In my opinion, hearing another person's fifth step in recovery is the highest privilege of recovery other than being a sponsor, that is. I have been honored to hear the fifth step of something like 20 people because I facilitated a number of step study groups, and many of those people in those groups didn't have someone to share their fifth step with. Traditionally, you do that with a sponsor, but not everybody in ACA has one. And so I've listened to a lot, and it is such a privilege to be the person to hold space for someone to share their secrets and carried shame and to grieve. 
Now, if you're a traditional 12-stepper and this way of doing steps four and five in ACA sounds appealing to you, you might want to check out ACA. It's at adultchildren.org, and I've also put a link in the show notes. If you're ready to finally have an enjoyable, relaxing summer doing things you really want to do, instead of always following other people's agendas, I have some openings for private clients right now. If you are really tired of saying yes to things you really don't want to do and being overly accommodating to others, this is for you. It's time to start accommodating yourself. Maybe you're dissatisfied with your relationships and overwhelmed with all kinds of difficult feelings because of your interactions with others. If you'd like to get your life in order before the summer hits, go to barbchat.net and sign up for a free 30-minute call with me about my private coaching so we can get started right away. That way, you'll be done by summer. This is for people who are finally ready to make deep, lasting changes in their relationship patterns, including their relationships with themselves, their partners, family, friends, and colleagues. Go to barbchat.net. If you like this podcast, and I'm guessing you did or you wouldn't still be listening, then you're going to love the other things I have to offer. If you'd love pre-released podcast scripts and episodes before anyone else gets them, or if you'd love access to content from my private vault that I developed exclusively for my private clients, which is like having a work session with me without me actually being there, go to patreon.com slash higher power coaching. There are three tiers ranging from as low as $4 up to $24 a month. You'll also love my weekly newsletter, Friday Fragments, which has content very similar to the podcast. You can check it out at fridayfragments.news. That's fridayfragments.news. Please like and subscribe to my podcast on your favorite podcast outlet. I'd also love it if you'd leave a review, which you can do either in the show notes or on Apple Podcasts. It really helps other people find my podcast so they can get the benefits you've gotten from listening. If someone came to mind when you listen to this particular episode, please share it with them. And my favorite place to hang out on social media is Instagram. I'm at Higher Power Coaching. Please DM me there. I'd love to hear what you got from this episode. I run group and private coaching programs on building healthy boundaries. Whether you need help with boundaries in your personal, professional, or romantic life, I can help. Head on over to barbchat.net where you can hop onto my calendar for a free 30-minute Better Boundaries consultation. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change. If that's you, I would love to work with you. My goal with all my work is to help you make lasting changes in your life like I've made deep, lasting changes in my life. Remember, it's never too late to recover. No one is beyond hope and healing is possible. Thanks for listening.